Um, welcome back to the week two of the podcast, Person versus Person, with Ella, Angelina, Ennis, and Audrey. Um, so this is Ella, and so I was looking at the person versus person conflict of Jeanette versus her grandma and her grandma's, like, racism. Um, so we can kind of see when they first arrive um, at her dad's grandma, her dad's mom's house, um, how she tells them immediately, like, don't call me grandma, and you can see she's not a very, like, like, welcoming person, um, she never really, like, loves her grandkids, um, and it kind of just, like, they kind of stay in her basement, she doesn't really acknowledge them too much, and then, she later tries to sexually assault um, Brian. Um, and I think this is a turning point for Jeanette because she has been sexually assaulted before and then later she it also happens um, by her uncle. So I think this like constantly happening to her has kind of made her stronger. Um, and it's kind of made her realize this is not okay and I need to stand up for my brother so she uh, stands up to her grandma um, and so does um, her older sister Um, I'm forgetting her name but yeah so they all stand up to her grandma Um, and then she the grandma gets really mad at them and like banishes them basically to the basement they're like never supposed to come out which is really hard on the kids Um, but I think they also kind of prefer it that way since they're realizing their grandma is not that great of a person. Um, also, Jeanette starts to realize that her grandma is very racist. She uses the N-word um, a lot, like really violently against um, people of color in their community, which is something Jeanette realizes, okay, that's not okay either. So she again tries to stand up to her grandma, but it doesn't go her way. Um, so does anyone have anything else to add? Um, yeah, I agree. This is Angelina. Um, the person versus person conflict I looked at was Lori versus her dad, or like Rex Walls. Because you can see throughout it, Lori's becoming more and more aware of her dad's flaws, and she's starting to actually stand up for herself and her family, and, like, call him out on stuff. Like, after um, Brian was, like, sexually assaulted by his, um, Rex's mom, she calls him out, and they they kind of like, oh, blah, 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 that, um, you shouldn't have done that. And she goes, but I was standing up for Brian, and it was not his fault, he should have, um, and it kind of, she kind of rejects Irma or, as her grandmother and starts saying a bunch of bad stuff about her. And then Rex starts yelling at her about how that's his mom and that he can't, she can't say stuff like that. And you can see, like, and then he goes off to the bar and Lori calls him out and says, oh, you're just going to go get drunk. So you can see Lori start to notice everything that her dad, like both her dad and her mom, but mostly her dad are doing her wrong. And you can see her starting, she's starting to, like, take over, like, as, like, raising Jeanette and Brian a little bit more. Because she's, like, actually there and she's actually standing up for them and making sure that they're taken care of.
which is different because her parents like left them for a week and then after finding out what happened they kind of just said oh leave it alone it'll make you stronger and they didn't really check to make sure that they were okay with everything that's happened they just kind of ignored it while Lori stood up for Brian and like fought um the grandmother to make sure that Brian was safe while the dad and the mom were just like oh whatever and left it like that yeah I agree so the purses were sick or this is Audrey so the conflict I chose was between Jeanette and her dad and we kind of start to see um as we're reading that she starts to realize that her dad isn't um all that she, she thought he was and all that he claims to be so we kind of see this when at first she asks her dad to stay um sober because she realizes that it is like a big problem but her dad starts to drink again and then he gets into a physical fight with her mom but they immediately make up afterwards but she doesn't feel like celebrating and this kind of um shows us and we start we start to see that she's struggling with um um between her like the struggle between her and her dad and his alcoholism and she's we kind of see her start um to mature and she starts to realize that um drinking is a big part of her dad and um or her dad's absence and why he acts the way he does. Yeah, um, I really agree with that. Um, this is Anissa, and I also kind of did, like, my conflict person versus person was um, kind of the mom and dad versus the kids, because in this section, um, we see their parents become way more toxic to their family, like, and the kids are starting to realize like um, at Irma's house when Jeanette, she stands up against her grandma about the racial slurs, like her mom doesn't even support her and she contradicts her and she just tells her to be nice. And then um, again, when the parents come back and the kids are like in the basement and um, the dad yells at the kids, for being disrespectful towards Irma. Like, I thought that was really surprising because later on Jeanette realizes that um, her dad has probably been abused by Irma himself. So I thought he was gonna stand up for his kids, but he just tells them that they're being disrespectful and yells at them. And then later on when they moved to, I think Little Hobart Street, like a bunch of things happen and the parents are like, so disinterested and they don't even tend to their family like um the family's like barely surviving the kids have to dumpster dive for food and like steal and there's like no power in their house um and then i think there's an instant where lori burns herself and they don't even take her to the hospital they just tell her to suck it up and like endure the pain and then um the dad keeps just draining their money and then the mom like doesn't refuses to work and I think we're just seeing how disinterested the parents have become in parenting and how self-absorbed they are like the mom tries to deflect responsibility um and she uses like excuses like 
religion and her like philosophy and beliefs like when she says she doesn't want to get a job or when she doesn't want the child welfare I think it was she um blames it on like her beliefs and like her um yeah she blames it on her beliefs I think I don't really remember that but then um we see like towards the end of the section like um Jeanette she sees an important we see an important shift in her relationship with her parents because she sees she can now see the world like and like their money problems as an adult and she tries to like take initiative and form a plan so that her family doesn't starve so yeah definitely yeah I was just gonna add on to that and say I feel like earlier in like kind of the first reading we saw her parents maybe being a little more like connected and like they maybe cared a little bit more about their kids but now they're just very disassociated and we even see the mom eating chocolate under the covers like hoarding it all to herself and not even sharing it with her starving children who have literally no food um and they also have like freezing cold house and it just seems like they really don't care about their children at this point um and so that their relationship with their parents and their dad's alcoholism affects a lot of their other relationships at school and with each other um and their their poverty because of his dad their dad's alcoholism just we can see how that's starting to kind of affect the kids more strongly now oh this is ella by the way yeah um sorry I'm gonna talk again I agree with that this is Anissa like yeah how in the earlier chapters that the parents like they like they took care of their kids a little bit more than they are now and that um it's really affecting the kids but I'm kind of glad that the kids more Lori and um Jeanette they're um they're starting to see how toxic their parents are but um this is all this conflict i think it leads to all the kids depending more on each other rather than their parents because they like we see how they can't even depend on their parents anymore for like basic necessities like they have to go out and seek jobs on their own um yeah i agree this is angelina by the way um you can see that um like Jeanette and Lori, like, really Jeanette, when, um, start doubting her parents and their parenting skills, when she stands up, um, to her grandmother about saying the N-word, and her mom says, you don't say that about, um, to the people you're living in the same house with, even though they taught her from a young age, always stand up, don't back down, and all of that, and you can, um, Jeanette says, this is how, like, people become hypocrites, because, they say one thing or they say they believe in one thing and then they do a complete opposite. So you can see her start realizing that like her parents don't always follow their own rules and they're not really, they just do what they want and they're, they like don't believe that the kids should be doing certain things even though they've taught them to do those things and they have no way of knowing what, how they should really act because their parents aren't there anymore. Yeah, I agree. This is Audrey. And looking at it from a different way, um, I guess for person versus person, you can look at um, Rex and his mom because um, 
I think a big part of his alcoholism could be the um, fact that his mom could have abu sexually abused him, like what she did with Brian when he was younger, and he never really came to terms with that abuse, and that could have led to his um, alcoholism. And he, when um, his mom sexually abused Brian, he didn't really he didn't stand up for Brian, and he didn't really know what to do. So that kind of tells us that he still doesn't. Um, know what um he still doesn't come to terms with that in a way definitely um okay if no one else has anything else to add um thank you for listening to this episode <laughs>